Hello and welcome to the Private Practice Made Perfect podcast. I'm Cathy Love. I started life as an OT, had a, an amazing, crazy private practice which I sold. And what I do now is help allied health business owners create a business that serves them, the time, the money, the joy that they absolutely deserve. And this is where my idea for the podcast started. What I want to do is to capture how hard allied health business owners in Australia work to achieve their dreams, to support their teams, to create amazing outcomes for their clients. So sit back, beverage of joys, drive safely, walk carefully, however you're listening in, and I hope you absolutely enjoy Hello there, listeners. Kathy Love here. How are you? How are you? Well, we have got a bit of a meaty topic for us to uh, wrap our listening and thinking gear around today. And it is about your personal and your business financial fitness. So uh, we've all got a bit of strengthening to do, right? And we all come into business for very different, but sort of sometimes similar, quite similar motivations. And we're attracted into business because we want to do our own thing and we've got our own clinical standards and we want some freedom. And what we soon learn is that business is actually a vehicle for creating money and for creating profit. And there's going to be expenses in there for sure. But we soon start to understand that this business baby that we've hatched needs to be a vehicle that works in such a way that it supports our personal lifestyle. Might even have to support the lifestyle of our families and whoever else. So there comes a time when the most uh, starry-eyed allied health business owner uh, needs to muscle up and strengthen their financial fitness. And this doesn't have to be hours and hours at the, uh, the gym. It doesn't have to be really, really kind of taxing on your on your time or taxing on your resources. But it really is a personal professional responsibility that you have. So in the eyes of ASIC, when you register for an ABN, you kind of sign up to a few things. You've got some governance around around that. Similarly, the ATO, they know where you live, right? They know where you live and they're expecting you to pay some tax. And that's okay. I don't mind paying tax as long as it's the right amount and Gosh, some days I really wish I could have some say about where it went to, but that could be a podcast for another conversation or it could just be something I could continue to hallucinate about as um, as well. So here we are as allied health business owners. And my first question for your consideration is a bit around your money mindset. On a scale of 1 to 10, where would you put your money mindset? One is a looking for it. And 10 is, yeah, we're comfortable. We we are fluent in finance. We know how our money works in our business. So maybe make a quick note to yourself between one and 10, where is your money mindset right now? And there's going to be some ones out there in listener land, and there's going to be some fives, and there's going to be a bunch of sixes, and there's going to be a couple of nines and tens, and kudos for that. And it's a it, it comes with a big reminder that you adore your score. Like that's that's just where it is right now, okay? And it really is up to you in terms of whether you want to kind of notch it up a couple of points 
and we we know we know how to make that happen and uh we get a bit excited when our members after a couple of months say sort of say oh my gosh now i get it oh my gosh is that what that means oh my gosh i'm surprising myself that i'm even enjoying the numbers a little bit more or a whole lot more and they're perhaps more about patterns and trends and things um as well and I must remind myself and you guys right now that in business there are loads of numbers. There are numbers in all sorts of nooks and crannies all over your business. And your money numbers are just one little part of all of the numbers across your business. But we are going to be talking about the, the financial stuff today. So ASIC expecting you to behave with some financial governance. ATO know where you live and expecting you to pay the right amount of tax. Uh, comes a time as an allied health business owner when you've got to lean in and show up to really understand your financials. And um, for many, many allied health business owners, when they get the support that they know they need, it can all be demystified and isn't nearly as scary as perhaps they thought. As many of you know, I know we know so many of you have been listening to our podcast for years, that uh, I used to have uh, a private practice in Melbourne as an occupational therapist. And I might have spoken about this previously in the podcast, but I think it's worth mentioning again that I used to get incredibly anxious, like very anxious before meetings with uh, my accountant and my tummy would go and I'd get headachy and I'd get aches and pains and I'd be looking for 25 million excuses not to go. But invariably, I kept driving to the office. I kept parking. I kept printing out those documents and going over them and walking into the office and participating in the conversations. But man, oh man, it was super, super stressful. And over the while, I had a range of bookkeepers and accountants and one of my main criteria for recruiting those uh, wonderful people was what are they like as teachers? If I threw them the whiteboard marker and put them at the whiteboard and said, can you draw it? That was one of my key criteria because like many allied health professionals, I am a very visual thinker, waves, pen and sticky notes in hand, around in, in the air. And so I needed uh, I needed my financial advisors to be able to explain things and teach things and draw things and do flowcharts and so on and so forth. So it was one of my key criteria. And we worked with great people at different times, but we also outgrew them. The business, the private practice got bigger and bigger and it got more complex and we had divisions and so on and so forth. And I needed different people at different times for different reasons. So bear that in mind. It might be that if you're thinking you haven't got, you know, top shelf bookkeeping support, maybe go out and find, maybe go out and ask, maybe go out and interview, interview some. If you're feeling that your accountant perhaps isn't pulling their weight and really proactive, maybe start dancing with some others. Doesn't mean you have to change, but it gives you a point of comparison, right? So my journey was I had to find the right crew. I had to find people who were patient and kind and able to draw and do it all again the next month. Um, and do you know what? I got the hang of it. And I did start to enjoy it. And I 
did start to get it and I could show up to those meetings with more confidence, more capability, much better questions, right? Um, and I think part of that was persistence. Part of that was just, just reading and understanding and listening and writing, you know, volumes of, of notes. But there was another key thing that really, really helped. And this is something that we can help you with out there listening. I soon realised that bookkeepers and accountants, financial planners, but mainly bookkeepers and accountants, they have this whole secret language. There's this whole vocabulary of words that if you know, you know. And if you don't know, you scribble it down, but you probably don't remember what it means the day, the day afterwards. I'm wondering if you've experienced that, that you've got this sense that you can understand the concepts and the um, vocab during the meeting when you're in the room, but day later you couldn't describe it to anybody, let alone even remember kind of what it all meant to you in the just the, a meeting a day a day before. So what we've done for you, and somewhere very, very near this podcast or uh, very, very near this podcast, we've written you a glossary of financial terms. Now, We've had this document around for quite a while, Crocodile, but we have given it a really, really, really significant renovation. So it is now much longer. It has got more detailed explanation of all of the words and all of the terms and all of the concepts and ton of acronyms uh, to help you out. And we're offering this to you. You'll find the link somewhere near here. We're offering this to you so that you have got some quick grab-and-go definition for all of the words and concepts that your bookkeeper and accountant are probably using and probably explaining to you again and maybe again and maybe even another time after that. So imagine having this docu document. We're going to suggest you print it out. Uh, you might even want to add your own notes and words to it as well. But I guess by getting in on the vocabulary, you're in on the financial club, you're a little bit more in the moment of these roundtable financial discussions, and that all means that you're strengthening your financial fitness. Just really makes the learning a whole lot easier. We thought when we were building this financial glossary, we would just be able to refer you all to the to one big one that was absolutely glorious. But in fact, we found data all over the interwebs and what we've been able to do for you is actually bring it all together into that financial glossary for allied health business owners. So enjoy and we really, really hope that you find it really useful. So click on through and um, we'll arrive in your inbox in the goodness of time. Running a business isn't just about setting up shop and becoming complacent. It's about showing up for ourselves and our clients with a commitment to continuous improvement. We have to be honest with ourselves about where we're at and where we're going. That means identifying strengths and weaknesses so we can improve. After all, if we're remaining stagnant, how can we scale and build the business and life of our dreams? That's where the NACAR Consulting Allied Health Biz Quiz comes in. We're not talking horoscopes and pulse hope here. This questionnaire is the perfect starting point for you to begin identifying your strengths, needs, and blind spots as an allied health business owner. The process is simple. Answer the 14 questions and we'll send you a personalized report that includes actionable steps for you to start taking your business to the next level. Ready to take your business into your own hands? 
take the NACAR Consulting Allied Health Biz quiz today. Now, while I've got you uh, probably now downloading the free gifts, but while I've got uh, while I've got your attention and I'm pinging away in your ears, I think it'd be pretty good to just chat about a couple of other things: the role of the bookkeeper and accountant. And just what some of those key reports are that we really, really encouraging, encourage you to be looking at on a regular basis. So first up, a bookkeeper. When I say to you, what does a bookkeeper do? What are your thoughts? And it kind of can be a little tricky to answer because some bookkeepers are actually accountants and they do all of the things and others are not, right? So you might have a bookkeeper that is also an accountant or an accountant that is also a bookkeeper. So you might have a real blurry, hybrid role. But when I think of a bookkeeper, I think the name is a bit of a giveaway. They keep your books neat and tidy. They keep all of your dollars accounted for. They will be absolute wizards in zero. I'm sure most of you are using zero, but you they will be absolutely absolute wizards there. They'll be managing all of your invoices and um, for things that you got to pay. They'll be managing all the receipts of what you have paid. You know that extra cheeky little trip to office works. They'll be wondering what that was for. Uh, they will be casting an eagle eye over your books every every month. Uh, some of them might even have suggestions or whatever. It just depends. Not all bookkeepers were created equal. Let's let's leave it at that. But I gave a little clue there. And we kind of suggest that allied health business owners meet with their bookkeepers every month. And in that, in that meeting, you would be looking at a couple of you know, reports. So certainly the profit and loss every month. We tend to suggest about a tenth of the month that you meet, and that is to meet over the previous month. So that by the tenth of the month, who has to do what? The business owner to have the PL and also the balance sheet. Now the balance sheet uh, is all about your cash position and it's current, you know, the moment you you print it out. So it's not really a report that you would compare past months on as such. Because 10 minutes later you might do payroll and it's all um, it's all out of date already. But it is important to look at and have a look at the sections in that uh, balance sheet. You might also be looking at your budget and some of you will have budgets and some of you won't have them yet and some will have huge detail and others it will be a general vibe of the thing. Some of you will have your budgets uploaded to zero and be having some fun and games with the budget variance report. That is all really good as well. Now, some of you might also have a, a cash flow reporting or prediction tool as well. So that can be called a few different things. But as a bare minimum, 10th of every month or the second week of every month, meeting with your bookkeeper to go over the profit and loss, over the balance sheet, in the goodness of time to have a budget and that budget variance report and also a cash flow report if you've got that in play. If this is all sounding just a little hair-raising, that's okay. That's okay. We can help you. We can help you with that. Like I said, so many of our members have just surprised and delighted themselves with their ability to get the hang of the money side of things and to get through this belief that I'm not numbers aren't my thing. Um, there are ways through that and yeah, we're here. So 
jump on, skip the queue, book that power call. If um, if you're good to go, so are we, ready, willing, and able. Right, so we've got bookkeeper meeting every month, profit loss balance sheet, maybe a couple of those other ones. And in that meeting, you're asking your profit loss questions. What was that about? Why is that up? Why is there a gap there? What's happening with the trend we can see over a couple of months? Gosh, that was a big thing. What was that about? Should we divide that up across um, across the other 11 months? So on and so forth. So it's refining, refining, refining. But this flexes your muscles. This strengthens your financial knowledge. You've got your financial glossary beside you. You can uh, then be in the best possible place to make data-driven decisions for your business. Your accountant is your other key player. Uh, so often, so, so, so often we hear that, well, I really only meet with the accountant in June. And look, fair to say, I get I get that. Fair to say accountants are the most popular person uh, in the room in that month of July. And allied health business owners, accountants are their favourite friends in July. And what that what that kind of gets me thinking about is you've missed out potentially on so much other financial learning and discussion and decisions in the other 11 months of the year. So once again, check your accountant. How proactive are they? How good at teaching are they? Are they very strategic? Do they just agree with your decisions? Do they challenge what you're thinking? What is the tone of the conversation when you're meeting with the accountant? And I would I would suggest that you meet with your accountant quarterly. Uh, there are those natural quarters in the year that you're well uh, well aware of. And you might even want to sneak in an extra one in May uh, prior to tax. And I see the role, well, no, let me ask you first. What do you think your accountant's for? Why do you meet? Hmm. There'll be lots of different answers. I wish I could hear your thoughts. But my thinking about meeting with the accountant is it's really at a strategic level. It is about management decisions. It's about optimizing your business performance. It's about um, your tax strategy, both your personal tax strategy and your business tax strategy. And you may have some other pieces around around that. I obviously don't know all of your personal setups, but um you may even have a financial planner involved kind of with some of your business into personal into optimizing optimizing um your money but that's all that's all your stuff mind you we're up for that conversation as as well so score of one to ten hmm how good is your financial team and we're going to put together your bookkeeper and accountant how good are they one not yeah due for replacement 10 through to couldn't think of a better team. And I've deliberately put these two together in the question because I could have asked you two questions, right? But I've put them together because part of the answer actually needs to be how closely your bookkeeper and accountant work together. So if you sort of signed off that they have got free access to each other and that one informs the other and transfers documents and so on and so forth, so do they have a good working relationship or are you a bit of the jam in the sandwich and you're just the messenger communicating between the two? I really, really hope that you're, you're not. But we'll, we'll deal with that. 
Okay, so we've defined uh, the key reports that you could be looking at, 10th of the month, with your bookkeeper. We've defined the bookkeeper role. We've defined the accountant role. You're starting to think about how well they work together, but also how well they work with you. So how proactive and, and I mean creative in a really legitimate way is your accountant. They're really backing you. Do they really get what you want to get done? There you go. Food for thought. So strengthening your fi- financial fitness. Who do you need to be to really get your, your heart and heart and head around the numbers? They don't have to be scary. What sort of help do you need? You know where we are. We're just a power call away. You got a little bit of insight into how I got the hang of the numbers uh, in my business adventure as well. We are starting to think about the special secret language and very nearby there'll be a link for the financial glossary of terms. So you've got that good working knowledge to go into your bookkeeper meetings every month, to go into your accountant meetings every quarter as well. And we just had a little bit of a check-in about how awesome and vibrant and efficient and proactive your bookkeeper and your accountant are in the relationship that they have together as well to support you to get the data you need on time for the decisions that you need to make as an ally to a business owner. I'm going to leave it right there. Good luck. Good luck. Always shout out and get some help well before you think you need it. And we really would love some feed forward about the financial glossary of terms. We're really hoping it's been helpful, but please let us know. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. For the show notes and other resources, our webinar replays, they're all available over on naker.com.au. And if you're loving what you're listening to, please subscribe. We don't want you to miss out on a single thing. And if you want others to get the same benefit that you've had from listening into these episodes, please share this episode and any of the others forward to any of your other allied health business colleagues. And we are totally here for you. Don't forget for a moment that you can jump on in and book that power call and uh, we can see how we can help you get the best of business done. Looking forward to seeing you there.